but you know, it's other dudes out there that I want to fight who talking that nonsense, and I really want to give it to them. Because when I hurt them, the referee can't save them. And y'all know who I'm talking about. Who are you talking about? Yeah, I know who I'm talking about. Look at my name on YouTube, you will see him. He the only person talking stuff. I don't need to give his name out. Just do your homework, and you know who I'm talking about. Uh, Fight Island, I, I, January I, I, 23rd. I know who it is. It's James Krause. I just wanted to hear you say You can say it. I ain't going to okay. say his name. <laughs> that right there, I honestly believe that Joe Rogan was trolling him. I mean, Joaquin Buckley had an impressive fight. He's had two back-to-back knockouts, but right there, that is a troll move. He was stirring the pot. I think he's just doing his job. He's a great interviewer. He's great on the mic, obviously. So, yeah, he definitely was trying to po- – I mean, he knew maybe that he could get under his skin with this. So he was doing his job. I, I enjoyed it. It, it was it was funny. You could see that. But this is the thing. Look, James Krause has been around for a long time. Obviously, he's my coach, so I'm always going to go back with, you know, I'm always going to pick his side, ride or die, just like we spoke with Brian Ortega. I'm a ride or die. But this is the thing is that James has the emotions of Joaquin Buckley in his back pocket. You know, emotionally, Joaquin could not control his anger or emotions in that moment. And James has it. James has them. So what you're saying is, you know, if you're going to fight with emotion, because I, I have and fighters who have admitted this, and I won't say who they are, uh, that they were um, not really focused on the fight itself. It was more of the emotion and just waiting to take that big shot to knock their opponent out. So it's kind of like their game plan goes out the window because they're fighting with emotion. So um, you're probably right. Well, you're probably right. So. We'll think about it. We'll think about Conor McGregor, Nate Diaz, Nick Diaz. They use their words to emotionally uh, throw off their opponent. And every one of their opponents literally were emotional. Like, look at look at best example. If we go there, Conor McGregor, when he fought Jose Aldo, Jose Aldo was so emotionally just invested in the fight more than he was about the actual performance. He just wanted to kill yeah. Conor McGregor. And then you see him in that fight get knocked out in 12 seconds. And it was just, it, it happens all the time. And anybody that fought Conor, he would get him emotionally invested. The only person that didn't really break in that sense was Habib. But mm-hmm. James Krause just did this to Joaquin. Yeah, without even setting foot in, you know, in the ring or in the octagon. So, um, who, well, maybe once... it's fight night. Maybe things will change. I don't know. Maybe he'll calm his nerves. Maybe it's just like the lead up into it, but we'll see. Hey, he, he called the date out January 23rd. He called it on fight Island. He called uh, James Krause out. The UFC is not passing this moment up. This is the thing. Joaquin Buckley has the sauce on his side. He has the juice. He has everyone emotionally invested that's outside as an MMA fan. They believe the hype. He has that sensational KO. Then he comes in, gets a second KO. That is money right there to the UFC. They're doing all this stuff because he is doing everything he needs to do. And now he called out somebody, a vet. He called out a 70 powder. He called out the James Krause, the 24 hour fight man. The guy would take any fight on any notice, any given time, any weight class. That right there is a ticket. That right there is a sale. That right there is money to the UFC. Everybody wants to see that, especially after that interview he did post fight. It is going to lead on to any of his interviews that are upcoming for the next month, two months. And I, I tell you what, that fight is a must. That fight will happen. And I, honestly, 
I have James Krause winning that fight. And it's not any biased uh, opinion. It's just James has the emotional battle won. He has the style to beat Joaquin. And if you look, Joaquin did get picked apart and knocked out by Kevin Holland in his first fight in the UFC. And it was smooth. This first fight. You can't, I don't feel like you can really gauge much off of that. I mean, it's his first fight nerves. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I was going to ask you though, who do, the question is, who are you going to be betting on? And I'm going to take uh, the underdog. I mean, everyone's probably rooting for Kraus and choose, thinking that Kraus is good. And I, you know, because he's your coach, you know, I have some respect, of course, but I'm going to go for the underdog. We'll, we'll see. That's I like what it. I'm hey. betting on. I love that. I, I want, I don't want you to always agree with what I did, Mm-mm. what I have, but this is the thing too, is you have to understand is that Joaquin Buckley fought Impa in his spinning back kick, which was a highlight reel, which was impressive, but yes. Impa has six fights total started two years ago and he wasn't really fight IQ. And then the fight after that, this recent one, he fought, he fought um, the Beverly Hillbilly, who in his first eight fights, all of his opponents collectively had not one win. All of the opponents that he fought, this guy he just knocked out last night or the Saturday night, all the opponents that he fought in his first eight fights never had a single win. They had a multitude of losses. So it was all cupcaked. He'd been knocked out by Alex Hernandez or Anthony Hernandez in the Contender Series. But since Anthony Hernandez popped for uh, metabolites of uh, marijuana, they took that loss off. So he's still undefeated. So he shows up to the UFC undefeated, but he got knocked out with the same combination, the same power, the same punch. Everything is the same. And Joaquin Buckley did exactly what he needed to do, but you could see the frustrations that happened with him. He even openly admitted in the interview that he had the hype. He had everything that he was going off of that would play a big part. You cannot play that with, you know, with James because James doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care about the hype. He doesn't care about anything. What James cares about is making money, and that fight is money. Yeah, money in the bank for uh, for Kraus. Yeah, well, um, we'll see. It's definitely, like you said, much anticipated, something we'll be looking forward to, and I'm sure there will be a lot of lead up until that. So I am ready. I'm excited, but I'm going to go with the underdog. That's it. I'm going to go love take it. Buckley. I, uh, I posted on uh, Twitter, you know, if Kraus doesn't take it, I'd jump in to take that fight. Cause again, it would be a fun fight for me and a fun fight for him. We're both the same, you know, we want the win. We want the KO It'd be electrifying. And especially if it's January 23rd, he wants to put me on that. I need a fight. It will be awesome. But regardless, I've been having fun on Twitter recently. I've just been Twitter and Instagram. I, I'm switching this up. But I have literally have been just messaging people the greatest DM slides that I have came up with, found, and people are suggesting, and it is fucking hilarious. Okay, well, now you have to share with us. Well, I sent you that amazing DM slide that I got the other day um, where I I slid in with the, I put a photo, three photos of household appliances like household equipment i should say like your bedroom set um your closet full of clothes or uh what was the other one it was something else uh your kitchen like utensils so it's just all pictures yes. of just google images and literally i'd i'd send all three of them and say 
don't mind me just moving into your DMs. And I have had the most hysterical conversations with all of these females because of it. It just opens up the doors. And there's a couple of porn stars that I sent this to and they've responded back and we're having a conversation and I absolutely love it. It's the best intro. And it reminds me of our very first conversation we had way back when, when you said how you like when people slide into your DMs when you would respond and you gave out some, you know, good slides there. Yes. Make me laugh, you know, come up with something that's original. Um, And I feel like that is just, it it gets my attention a little bit more than, Hey, you want to bang? You know, I'm really, I'm going to do all these things to you. Oh, really? Are you, you know, like the, the talk is cheap. Like I've always said, um, I want to, what did you send it to me earlier? Oh no. I think professor X, I don't know. I need to know your dirty elf name. I know I'm going all over the place real quick. Oh, we have that dirty elf name. Yeah. yeah. I know. Well, we we'll get to that, but more on, I guess more in the DMS. Don't just don't let me forget that. Oh, we'll, we'll put that out. Yeah. This yeah. is the thing is that I've actually, you know, I, I've had great success with it, but you know what? I unlocked some chambers into mm-hmm. like having conversations with these, like, these beautiful women that you see on Instagram and you think they're going to be awesome. But I have unlocked one that is just the most, I, I, I can't explain it. Like it almost is like you have to do all the work, you know, Uh, maybe not much of a conversationalist or it's not that it's, it's not that. So like we set up a situation to go hang out and it was simple, easy. We're going for like milkshakes or coffee. And I never go for anything less or anything more because I can finish a drink and get the fuck out if you're terrible. Right. (laughs) But this is the thing is I slid in. I I did all the things. We were supposed to meet up. I said, okay, we're going to do it six o'clock. They're all, I get off work at six. I said, cool. I said, meet me downtown at six 30. She's like, cool. So, and I was meeting downtown at six 30. I said, hit me up when you get off. And literally like six 30, I'm downtown already. I was already shopping. I already planned going regardless I was yeah. just inviting them to come with me. Okay. So it's just do. one person, not multiple. No, this is just one. Okay. And the long story that goes down to it, she ends up texting back or I end up texting her and I was like, Oh, check out this, like check out this saxophone player. He was just ripping up the saxophone. I sent her a text and then it turned into an argument like real quick. Like, Oh, I just got off work and or I just got off work and I'm not coming. Cause you didn't follow up with me. And I was like, uh, I didn't, I, one, we already set plans. Yeah. You gave me no location of where to go. It's like, yeah, the, this area that I told you at is a small block. Um, I just don't want to say it out loud. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's a small block. It's not hard. Hey, I'm on my way down that way. Uh, where do you want to meet up? Oh, we can meet up at X location. That's how it usually goes. But it's like me going there and there was no 50%. So I was like, all right, whatever. We were supposed to meet Saturday. I set it up Friday. Made the, okay. I gave her the anti-flake text. You know, the anti-flake text, like, you know, it means a lot that, you know, it's it's trustworthy to find a girl that, you know, is loyal to the words. That's rare these days. And then you just anti-flake. That's basically saying that to her, basically saying like she was going to pull out Mm -hmm. and not go. That's showing whatever it is that she's not going to flake on you. Well, Saturday comes and like, it's getting close to that time. And I was like, all right, you free? And she goes, no, I made plans. And I'm like- what she's like i didn't hear from you at all uh Uh, i didn't hear from you at all and 
you know, you, I'm not just going to sit here and wait and hope I value my time. And I was like, well, I sat there and I was like, I, I feel like I have to do everything. And I told her, I was like, I feel like I have to do everything. I don't think this is going to be fun. I don't, I don't think it's going to be this. Next so thing she, you know, next like, thing you know, I, I was just like, okay. It's like, we can go tomorrow. I said, like, we can go tomorrow. I'm going to the coffee shop. I got to try this new coffee spot. Okay. We'll go. I'm going to try this. And I don't okay. know why I give it a third. I'm just practicing and having fun. Next thing you know, why? she hit me up with, I was like, hey, we're going to meet up at the, the coffee shop. I said, like, we're going to meet up at the coffee shop at this. I'm going to try this new place. Uh, meet me up there. I was like, wear, just wear jeans and, you know, yeah. a sweater or a pullover, you know, basically saying, and I said, leave your attitude at home. And I put a little smiley <laughs> face. Yeah. A little smiley face. Oh. Yo, I, it, it's okay. I trust me. I'm a king at this. So okay. I put a little smiley face and then she comes back with that. Snapchat. Oh, she, she napped did. at me. She, she goes, did. I have plans today to watch the game. And you, she said, what did she say? She said, and I would yeah. never, I would never go. I'd rather die than go on a date with someone that's telling me what to wear. And then oh, my oh response my back God. was fucking priceless. My response back was, it goes sassy. I like that dot, dot, dot. And the next one right after was never mind. Bring the attitude with like a little tongue emoji right, yeah, yeah. and like joking. She got really mad at that. Of but course I was just she like, did. Dude, I, fuck you. Listen, no, no. When she, I would have not given her a second chance. I'm sorry. After the, the, I am, no. When I have made other plans, like, okay, well, maybe I take that back. All right, fine. So maybe what she wanted you to do was just, hey, are we still good for 6.30? Blah, blah, blah. Like on the day of, because you talked to her Friday. So on Saturday, she wanted to just kind of like, whatever, one of you to check in, I, you know, whatever, just to make sure. And then um, the whole attitude thing, laugh out loud. I don't know. I guess it depends on the girl if you don't know her, right? But um, yeah, I don't think it was good. Like the, your chemistry. Eh -eh. Not at all. Look, this is the thing is that one, first and foremost, I'm doing this for research purposes at this point in time like i'm trying things seeing how it goes but also at the same time i want everyone to know fuck that girl for literally taking everything so serious like if you yeah. like because honestly if say you go on a date with her you do stuff you literally now know there's gonna be so much more problems and so much more issues having to deal with that person that it wouldn't be fun yeah, yeah it no sucks I would rather, in all honesty, if someone tells me, I like to know how to dress because if we're going hiking, okay, meet me at this spot, right? We're going to have coffee. And then like, we decide we're going to go whatever, just say hiking, or we're going to go for a workout, just something, just whatever it may be. I would rather be ready and prepared. So I know, Hey, cool. It's a more low key place. You don't, you know, not that I don't think she misinterpreted that. She was not, yeah, she was just a little overly sensitive. So either she's maybe had somebody in her life that was really controlling or she's a control freak uh, with no personality. 
done. That's it. Uh, basically, at the end of the day, this is instead of saying, hey, dress casual and this is like, hey, here, just wear jeans and a sweatshirt. It's cold outside. You know, you could a lot of girls I hate going out with that to go spend hours on their makeup or they just do everything and they be, create this fake personality to come out with you and be a fake fucking person during your time with each other. And you realize like this person fucking sucks because they're acting. They're putting on this mask just so you can do this on first impression. So when I tell them, hey, dress up like in jeans and, and a sweatshirt, it's basically saying like, chill. Like it, this is just a casual hangout. But this is what I realized is that this is this person was really emotionally invested, like off of just a few text messages. Yeah, you that's a red get, flag. That's yeah, a red you flag. don't get, you do not get that. <laughs> You do not get that mad and angry off of somebody that, and the thing is, is that each night before mm-hmm. I sent out a non-flake and I sent out a reassuring text, Hey, we're meeting tomorrow. And yeah. when I messaged them, I messaged them hours before the hangout. It's just, I didn't message whenever they wanted me to. But the thing is, is like, I can't always ask you and ask and ask and ask and then if it's a one-sided conversation correct agree and then I, what's the point of me talking to a brick wall you're nothing good you're going to be nothing but a, a just a, a hole to fill at night that's it well you put it like that right but um, think about yeah, it think about how many absolutely. friends that you have that are in relationships with like just brick walls and they're like well the sex is fun and it's fun that's it I've said this before and I'll say it again. If the sex is good, it's only 20% of the relationship. If it's bad, it's 80%. Okay. So you can have great sex. Oh, that totally disregarded what you just said. I guess the point being sex is a huge part of it, but if you don't have somebody that you can connect with and and have fun with outside of that, then no, you, you don't want to just your personalities, it's okay to be different, but they have to match on some level where you can have a conversation. Yeah, this is the thing. It's like, I never want to be around someone. And she, look, she's gorgeous. Like this girl is, she's uh. a smoke show. She's put together perfectly. She's tall. She could be a model. She has dark skin, dark hair, beautiful fucking ass with breasts that would literally put on any magazine and everybody would buy that. That's how amazing this girl is. But when you talk to her, it's almost like, it's almost as if you have to buy everything. You have to do everything. You have to give her X, Y, and Z. Like she doesn't want Starbucks. She wants that expensive ass brand next door. She doesn't want to go to old Navy shop. She wants to go to Gucci. She doesn't want you to take her to a mom and pop diner. She wants to take to the Mongolian grill or that, top Andiamo steakhouse for that it's it's one of those and it's like you literally fucking suck at talking even visually through text but the way you come off you're just a fucking cunt and that's how I interpreted it yeah that's um Elvie's favorite word in uh kingdom and I was like you said that a lot now I'm starting to say it that's horrible but yeah yeah attitudes everything though and you know a pretty face a wormhole but at the end of the day you have to connect and and it shouldn't always have to be the best you know middle of the road is nice it's okay just to you know run to target like 
I like Target. I'm, I don't know. I've never swayed from Target. Although I do like, you know, my other nicer things, but that's a luxury. I never forget what, where, you know, you just don't forget those things because it's like one little thing in life can change. You could be right back there. And I would be okay with it because you know what? That's not, and I was explaining this to a little one in my house. That that's not, you know, the most important thing. My, um, and I don't want to get to, but she's like, what do you want for Christmas? And, you know, some of the friends were over, what do you want for Christmas? You know? And I said, well, I pretty much have everything I want for Christmas. I'm good. I said, I don't need anything. I'm really at oh, all. You always say that. And I said, well, it's true. I said, at the end of the day, you don't take the things, these things are really nice to have, and we should be appreciative and grateful you know, um, and that's, it's nice, but it's not everything. I said, because when we go to heaven or we die, we don't take them with us. I said, but you know what? I like to make memories with my family and friends. I said, because those memories live in your heart forever. So it kind of gives me chills and I was all cheesy, but it's true. It's superficial shit, but don't get me wrong. When I have my name brand stuff and I'm going out for the night with my man, like, or my girls, I feel like a boss. You know, I feel like, hell yeah, I'm the shit. It's nice to do that once in a while, but it doesn't always have to be that way. You know, it's cool. Just Absolutely. To throw ball cap on. You have to look at it like this. You just said your girls and your man, the guy you have been married to, the guy that you were with and the friends that you surrounded yourself with. That's the thing is that you've put the time in for that process to where if a girl, your very first time you're going at it and you're already demanding this, it's that relationship is, it costs way too much. And I don't have the income to want to give to her. I don't have yet. No, no, no. I have the income. We could do that. I just don't have the income to give that. I don't have that time and effort and that exhaustion and that constant battle of emotional, just sitting there why are you mad? Why well, I didn't get a fucking diamond? Fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like make your own shit. It's easier. You know? it's like, it, but that's the thing is like, that's what I'm saying in that sense is that in money wise, it's not about that. It's just about the emotional time. Like, could you imagine dealing with this person? Like I have to go to training. Oh no, no, no. You're always going to training. Why don't you come out with us? Why don't yeah. we go here? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to build a fucking empire. I'm not over here trying to go out to the club. I'm not over here trying to go out to your friend's house during COVID to hang out. Like that's what this envisioning happens when I see this, which this is, this is a crazy speculative though. I mean, but you can get an idea, get an idea that this would probably be how it went. Uh, Absolutely. But this is the thing is like, so there is another girl that I've talked about on here a while back where we went out and had an amazing date. We literally, she didn't go to prom. So I took her out to uh, to high school outside. We danced, we had ice cream. It was simple. I didn't go anywhere. I just played music and we ate ice cream. We spent $5 on the trip. And this girl is a smoke show. She is an actual model. She has way more fans, way more fans, way more following, way more power than this girl that I, I... literally had a funny interaction with but that girl literally we talked everything was cool and we just kind of veered away and then it happened back up she sent me a message and basically like man i've never had anyone ever take me out to do this type of dance and it's just like it was joking it was going back and forth it was playful there's no stress there was nothing and it's talking about like hanging out again and going out and it's like 
that person, I never burnt a bridge and they never burnt the bridge where it was fun. We had our time and it went away. And now it's coming back where it's like, Hey, like I miss your company. Like you're fun. She probably went on a whole bunch of dates with some other guys. And it just, you ended up finding that same style of guy of the girl that I'm literally shattering on here and saying how shitty she is. She's probably ran into all those type of guys. So them two might be a good connection. Yeah, they might be. You know, I, you know, I was trying, I'm always trying to play devil's advocate here or I don't want to be negative Nancy, but when you were saying, you know, this girl got all done up. And I think though, for a first date, we, depending on the situation, but we want to put like, we want to make a good impression. And, you know, so I don't think it's being fake because I like to get done up, you know, but I don't always have to. I just feel like it's okay to like, do that. I'm not saying change and then be a lazy ass down the road, you know, because for me, I think some of the, or for my situation, and it's unique, of course, because of the history. However, I like to do those things and I don't like to forget about getting done up or I don't want to look like a damn haggle, you know, all the time, because I don't have to look at that all the time. I mean, he, he accepts me for who I am and, and I get that, but you know, I think first impressions are lasting and it's important to, to, to maintain your sexiness and your, you know, um, desire for each other and kind of keep that going. Otherwise it won't work. So, so you can't knock a girl for getting done up the first date or the first I, three months. I'm not, I shouldn't, I don't want you to think that I'm knocking her down or beating yeah. her down at all. This is me just suggesting, and I can always suggest Hey, you should, you should just wear some jeans and a sweatshirt. Yeah. The place we're going to is a brick and mortar hippie building where if you would walk in there with a Prada sweater, a Prada dress with high heels, yeah. you're going to stick out with a sore thumb. And also it would yeah. be uncomfortable in that situation in yeah, that area. That. You yeah, know, yeah. It, it's, it's just me. And it's, it's not me saying, go, don't get dressed up, get dressed up. I'm just, suggesting hey it's just going to be jeans and t-shirt this is what i'm going to wear i don't want yeah. you to really dress up i want you to kind of just be relaxed and hang out and chill this is our first time meeting it's not it's not like we're dating it's not like we're getting married it's just a meeting this is two friends it's two platonic people talking i i, I there's not one thing that i say hey we're going to go and do this or, Hey, I want you to come over. Hey, this, that, and the other, there's none of that happening. This is me saying, Hey, do you want to grab a cup of coffee? I want to spend time with you. I want to figure out who you are, but I want to be relaxed and chill to where you are yourself and Got not it. somebody else. Okay. So, so I, I think that, okay. I think that was a good, um, you know, good opportunity. You obviously it's all for research purposes only. So, um, yeah, <laughs> needy girls right off the bat, huge red flag guys. Eh, eh. No, that's my like family feud when they think they're going to get the right answer. And then it's eh, eh. no big red flag. Don't do it. Stay away from those kind of girls. It should just be really easy, relaxed, not too intense. I mean, you shouldn't be blowing each other's phones up at first. I mean, just casually, I'm not saying you know, play games where you would, you know, wait two days. If you feel like texting the person, text them, but don't be like a stage five clinger. Like just don't, that's not cool either. So it's like that me, the happy balance. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just practice. And also too, I just wanted a good story because it was done after the first time she stood me up. 
But I was like, you know what? I'm fucking bored. I can't train right now because I'm letting my body just like relax from the big cut. So I was just, I, I'm, it's fucked up, but I'm egging it on just to see yeah, you are. how much more information that can come. Oh, yeah, I'm just stirring the pot. But that's what we're supposed to do, right? This is trial and error, right? Ruffle those feathers. I used to do that to Professor X. I go, ooh, baby, I'm ruffling those feathers. And I used to go around like this. Just so the porn star that I messaged, um, she like, so I, I sat there and did that. She laughed her ass off. And then I had nothing to say. Legitimately had nothing to say afterwards. Cause I was just kind of like, fuck, what do I yeah. say? Like, it's so hard to follow up. So I basically just like, you know what? I gave it a couple of days. Cause I have to think about what to say. Cause I don't know what the fuck to say to her. Do you know how many people probably slide into her DMS? Right. I mean, could, I can only imagine, like, I'm literally, you could tell me how many people slide in your DMs. Well, anyways, so today I ended up sending a link to my Instagram. I said, you should totally follow this hot guy. And then that's it. And with like a little tongue emoji face, like a, let your tongue out. Emoji. Was it one, well, okay, that's good. I was gonna say, was it one of you on the strip blurred out? No, no, it's just my Instagram. So like whenever she clicks it, it's going to go straight to my Instagram. So then she can see all these photos of me and she's like, oh, okay. So it depends if she follows me, then we're in. If she doesn't, then cool. Like then we're, I mean, the floodgates have to open up. I opened them up. uh, But yeah, speaking of porn stars, we have the upcoming AVNs, right? Yeah. AVNs and porn awards. It's all virtual. How does yeah. that work then? I don't know. In all honesty, it's, you know, they used to have them at the Hard Rock. So, and I don't know, there was this buyout or change of ownership. And then um, they started, well, because of the whole pandemic, I think everything is just going to be virtual. So they have that and which, you know, I've said my piece with the awards. I mean, I was grateful to have won the awards, at, you know, that I won and, and you know, it's a cool opportunity. It's a fun, it's really kind of cool for the industry to get together, um, the fans. So it's a lot of fun. So I, I know a lot of people, especially the fans will be missing out mostly. And um, yeah, everything's going to be online virtual. So we'll see. It's a different world right now. Yeah. I would like to see that. I think the AVNs are in January or February. January. And then uh, Pornhub's awards are in December 15th. But I don't really know. I don't yeah. know how they all, I don't know how you pick people, you know, like that's the thing. It makes no sense because I'm, I was looking it up and looking up the nominees and looking up the people that were put on there. And when you see it, it's like, oh, well, this person's definitely when you look at anal, like an anal award and you see Annabelle Danger on there, like that's all I really know of her and her butt. Right. You know, Abella, like, yep. mm-hmm. Annabelle, what's her name? Abella. What do I keep saying? Annabelle. There's another Annabelle, but not Annabelle. Yeah. It's okay. Abella. I'm going to figure this out one day. That's, that's, the, don't worry about it. You she's, just not know my, she's, she's not my top search. I'm sorry. She's yeah. not my top search. She's cute. That's okay. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. She's an outstanding performer. Absolutely. And you know, awards are based on just from what I've known in the past eight years. A lot of it, it's like you have your director's favorites. You have your fan favorites. You have your AVN favorites. And um, so that there's a lot of politics, obviously, with any type of award show. 
um, you know, I don't like to speak too negatively. I just, I've kind of said my piece about how they kind of pick and choose who's going to go up on stage. And I feel like certain genres are slighted and I don't like that. So when I spoke up about that, they didn't like that, which is fine though. I think I had earned my time, put my time in the industry and I kind of put it out there all in all. It's a fun show. Um, they do a pretty good job. I, I hope that they choose a different venue because hard rock was just so smoky. It was so outdated. It just, it was cut up all over. It just, I don't, I feel that they can do better. Hard rock, which hard rock, hard rock in Vegas. The, oh, hard rock in Vegas is gone. Right. Well, that's where they used to have it. I know, but I'm just saying the, the next venue, because I know there's some changes going on with that. I hope it's better because I know they can do better. And I just wish they would look past certain, I don't know, certain, uh, certain things, but we'll see. We, we will definitely see. Um, yeah, it's a big party. It's a lot of fun. A lot of uh, great performers and uh, yeah, it's a good time. So we'll see how it goes virtually. I don't know. The, the Pornhub one is a little bit more recent. So there, that is essentially based on Pornhub, the site. So they're top performers and uh, a big association with Brazzers or Manwin. So um, I've never been. I've been invited, but I just haven't been able to make it out there. Brazzers has always been great um, to me. So I'm uh, grateful for that mind geek. They... Um, actually offered me a contract not too long ago. Uh, and I, I passed it up just because I'm really enjoying time at home, but I think in 2021, I'm going to shoot a, a few for some, uh, companies, which is going to be cool. Uh, so I'm sure it's going to be a good time though. Then there's also our virtual. So we'll see, I don't know the categories. I can only imagine that they're a little bit crazier than the standard like categories in AVN. So that's kind of fun. I think there was one, some of these, um, titles like for best, what was the best movie title was like, there's ants in my pants or big blacker bit. Was it big black something in my crapper or something? It was crazy. So yeah, black rapper, my crapper. Thank you. So I like that part. I mean, there's a lot, and there's a lot of like, in all honesty, like they have uh, performers who come throughout the show, like a halftime type show. They had um, Cardi B there before. So they, they, they put it on. It's just, they need a better venue. That's it. See, I think that would be super fun to go to these like these awards because I've seen the conventions that they do in Vegas. I've seen all of the, you know, the artists and the models and the performers walking through Vegas, talking mm-hmm. to them. They're so fun. And it would just be amazing being at that at that spot with all these different people hanging out with them, partying, seeing their like their side outside of it because everybody yeah. has a you know, everybody has a different side outside of the industry. As you see, like you, you love MMA, you love being like, what else do you like mom? You know what I mean? You love being a mom. You love doing business. You love betting. You love other sports than just being Mm a, uh, an actress. And that's the thing is like, you don't get to see that. You don't get to see that side of them unless you get to meet them, unless you get to talk to them. And that's one thing is like, I started researching recently, like I've never researched porn. Right. And like, like I've researched porn, but that's just for, you know, my own viewing pleasure. 
my own late night pleasurable thing. And you know, everybody has that issue where they're sitting there looking for the right video, the right angle, the right time, the right noise. Yeah, I take a long time. 30 minutes scrolling of Netflix porn. And you're like, oh, find the right one. And you're like two seconds and it's over. But you know, this is the thing is like, you don't get to see that they all play actors. So that's one thing I would love to do is go to an actual like convention or a award ceremony to see everyone done up, to see how they act, to see how they are in just person because some of them that have came through are they're awesome yeah. yes yeah but also it, like to find out those asshole ones yeah those asshole ones are the ones that the fans are always putting in a blast and i'm like man you see this person you think they're awesome but then the fans go at it like your favorite one can i bring her up oh well we're we are not going to be negative we are going into 2021 positive. So I, I'm not going to go there. It's, you know, I say it once. I don't focus on the negative, you know. I like that. And she has to live with herself. So she knows. I love that. I love that. So we won't go on negative. So let's keep it rolling on the positives. Just like we're always positive on this. Uh, we're, we're definitely going to do some more research on our next week on the, the Pornhub Awards because they're going to be December 15th. So we're going to find some of the categories, kind of talk about them there. But let's hear, you know, your positive input on the beauty or beast of the week of your choice. Do you have somebody right now or do you want me to throw out the amazing Yeah, one? I haven't done it because I thought we were going to be, be- we were going to be doing it next week. So oh, we'll put out a beast. Sunny we'll Andrews, right? You were, we were talking about oh, how yeah. she won her uh, competition. She was in a bodybuilding competition. Yeah, fitness. She just won her pro card last night. Doctor, uh, was it Dr. Uh, wow. Why, why am I going mind blank? Yep. She's like the Sunny best. Andrews. Dr. Sunny Andrews. Yes. That's her Instagram yes. handle. She is amazing. She's been working hard. She's been doing crazy amount of advertisement on her Instagram uh, of her workouts, of her post deal. She's always engaging with her fans. And this past weekend, she took number one in, um, I don't I don't know. I don't know if it was in Iowa or if it was in uh, California. And she took number one. Um, she ended up getting her pro card. So she's a new um, pro for uh, body body workout awesome that is awesome yes yeah, she we had direct message back and forth and she was just really positive and she sent me a, a cute picture of her in her in the uh or so i just thought that was cool so she you know took the time to do that so would you two ever do anything together because i think she has an only fans oh really yeah i think she has an only fans she has it on there and i don't know i think she's married as well okay oh i think we should set this up like i will set this up well, I'm going to be in Vegas, the, yeah, the 7th, 8th, and 9th. So I'm shooting, yeah, we talked about it, like eight to nine scenes, which is going to be great. She's not from Vegas, though. Oh, well, I then. think she's from your neck of the woods. No. I, I honestly, I think she's. Vegas. No, she's not. She doesn't live in Vegas. Hmm. I, I, I promise you, I'm pretty sure she's in the Midwest okay. um, or East Coast. Huh. I think you guys are closer than you think. Okay. Well, that could just work out. I'm going to set this up. Actually, no, I'm not. You're going to have Professor X set it up. Uh, But no, she like, I mean, when you saw her, if you look at her post uh, of her winning this past weekend, she is literally, she's a smoke show. She's super intelligent because she's a doctor. She's a surgeon. And, but at the same time, like when you look at her, 
she's very, very defined it all over and all of her muscles. Like you can tell she takes care of her body and it's been years to put it in. I need like a quarter of the muscle that she has. So I am going to be definitely touching base with you, Dr. Andrews, very soon. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, so what is your, oh, go for it. Your male. Oh, you're going to do a male beauty or male yes. beast, right? My male beast of the week, as some of you guys can see right here, um, this one is the OG pumpkin. As you can see, this says the world is yours. This is the Scarface reference on his t-shirt. And the pumpkin right here is actually a drawing that's inside. It's a oh, drawing cool. that his son did. Now, this is a cool thing. His name is Angel Cortez. Okay. going to look at him right now. Right. Angel Cortez, I think is um, yes, there's Angel. Um, I could be butchering his last name. Uh, he's an OG pumpkin. Well, he is, he started his life. It was a little bit rough. You know, I spoke with him. It was, all, it was real rough. He, he got into, uh, like the bad neighborhoods when he was younger, he was a skater punk kid, as he would refer himself to, uh, Hispanic. And Aww. he ended up, um, smaller than everybody else he ended up loving military-based movies loving all of that action that they have and he had a huge found respect for them and he realized the route that he was going as a kid was not the greatest route so when he turned 17 he ended up enlisting into the army and ended up becoming a ranger okay. now after it was done he was feeling a type of way he was lost the the army the military they all gave him a, a sense of guidance and he would just had stuff to go i mean he he fought in iraq he he served his country and wow. when the time was up it was up so he didn't have the same regulations that guides uh, he knew his mission every day he was on a schedule so when he comes here he was lost he didn't know what was going on and he fell in love with mixed martial arts and in that time you know he found some sense of just compassion with his fellow military uh, brothers that he ended up would having a housing of just everyone coming over for the fights. He would buy food. He would buy uh, the fights, the pay-per-views. He would make sure everybody has a home. So they know no matter what on this day, we are going to get together. We're going to spend time. We're going to shoot this shit. We're going to enjoy it. And you're around your people. So he gave a schedule on that. And as he continued this, he ended up um, was blessed. That he was getting a child but as he was doing that, you know, children cost a lot of money and right. he wasn't able to do the same Aww. as he could. So he had to stop that. And it really, it kind of hurt. So he didn't know what to do to financially get everything going to where he can keep, you know, building up for the military and building up for the veterans that are around his city or, or just around the world. And he just kind of started doing little things and, and built a following and, as his son got older, his son created this picture where it was just a drawing and something clicked with him. He's like, I'm going to do my business off this. So he creates stickers, he creates hats, he creates sweatshirts of all these, you know, drawings of his son, but he emplaced them on different type of memorabilia or uh, covers of different movies or scenes. And there's some awesome ones. Like he has night, uh, he has, um, the nightmare before Christmas, there's a scene. And then the moon in the background, you know, whenever they're, uh, Jack Skellington and Sally are standing on that, like that hill yeah. that kind of swerves yeah. around in the graveyard, the yeah. background, instead of it being the moon, it is his son's drawing of the pumpkin. Oh. And then he has this one right here is the Scarface emblem, um, on the back of it. So he makes t-shirts and all of his proceeds, the majority of his proceeds that he gets, he's donating it back to the veterans 
and he's giving back to help provide for all of these just these military people that that need help and that need to find their way because it's just it's tough once you're out of it you need guidance and he's there for it he supports the mma community and i saw this shirt oh, i need i need one i need but but okay so i'm looking on the instagram and i cannot find his actual I sent instagram your, i sent him your uh I sent you his Instagram. I'll, I'll look it up real quick and pull it up, but it's the OG pumpkin and it's not one word. It's multiple. So it's, um, it's OG pumpkin and it's the T H E oh. underscore OG underscore pumpkin. The. And like, if you look at him, he's already posting, he's posting oh. MMA, he's posting jujitsu. He's posting yeah. all these awesome photos with his, you know, son's drawing Yes. Can you That's see a little one right there? Okay. Well, that was turned back to me. I don't want that one. So the OG pumpkin, it says constant progression, community building, ogpumpkin.com. Yeah. Ogpumpkin.com is where you can get all the stuff, the supplies and it is it, all the donations and stuff can be married there, but that's why he's my beast of the week. I literally, mm-hmm. I have my cornerman come out and his oh, name is Vince Cousy and he's from Kansas city. He's all military. He loves the military. He's going to get enlisted in the military. He literally just got done graduating with his law degree. He uh-huh. is a lawyer, passed the bar, everything. He's a lawyer. And instead of going and pursuing in law, he went straight and he just took his ASVAB because he's going to go into the military. And he was wearing this shirt when we were doing interviews. And I looked over and asked him about it. He told me the story. I reached out to Angel and I ended up talking to him via Instagram and sooner or later, I, I want to get him on this podcast to kind of tell his story because this guy is amazing. He's inspirational and it's just crazy how his life turned from being like a, uh, you know, in a bad place when he was young to losing all of his, his friends from being able to have a kid, not losing all his friends, but losing that that love that he had to bring all of his friends together because he had to financially support his child and his child gave him this gift that created a company you know it's like the the world kept turning into his favor and he just went after it i I think it's fucking amazing yeah first and foremost a huge thank you for all of our military i mean past and present i cannot imagine and i don't think we really stop i mean we acknowledge them acknowledge them on veterans day however I, I, I know I couldn't do it. I would not be as strong as they are to be able to leave my family and my loved ones to protect the, you know, the greater good, all of us. So thank you for that. It is, it is definitely appreciated. And I know, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but when I go to the the airport and I'm traveling, I'm always doing the, because you can donate to the troops in Detroit every time they always, you know, donate to the troops, donate to the troops. So I always do. So um, little things like that, but I, I know they're grateful. And I think too, if I were to go over, I am maybe a 21 year old male or female, or some of them 19 years old, right? There are, some of them are, are sergeants, you know, they're not just these regular, not, not that it matters. I don't mean like that, but you know, um, in these platoons and they're leading, I don't know the right verbiage they're leading, you know, their group of men into combat. I mean, they are faced with these decisions that affect other people's lives. So they, they're losing friends, they're in control, they have a purpose that is so important. 
they're done, their tour's up, maybe they're, for whatever reason, they decide they've done their four, six years, whatever it is, they come back and now it's like, now what, right? What is my purpose? Um, PTSD, how do you assimilate back into normal society? I mean, I'm sure there's much more to it than that, but I just can't imagine having all that responsibility and then coming back and trying to figure out where you fit in. So America, you need to do more for our veterans and our military coming back. There needs to be more programs for them. Absolutely. I'm on board. Now I'm inspired. Got to do something. Going to do something for this, this gentleman here. Going to buy a shirt and a couple things. So anyway, thank you guys. But I do believe that. And I've heard that from a lot of people. They just don't support them enough. So yeah, I absolutely, I agree with you. You know, it's crazy that we literally need the military to, you know, get what we have to this day. It, 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 everything that we've ever had came from military and the veterans and the people that sacrificed their lives for us to have this podcast, for me to be in the UFC, for you to be in the adult industry, for you to make it. And if this didn't happen, we wouldn't be in the situations we're at. We could literally be being controlled on what to eat, what to do, ration portions. And it, it sucks to see that. Like one of my good friends came from the Marines back in uh, high school. He came back home and talking to him, he was suffering from PTSD. We worked together at the bar and there was just times at the bar, which he would just kind of like, he would almost lose his mind because it was just, it was loud. There was things that flashed back and people were just complete Assholes. dicks to him. Yeah. They were just a dick. Yeah. And it was like, he's like sitting there. He's like, man, I fought in Iraq. So you can just throw this fucking drink in my face. Uh, so you can sit there and get mad because you don't feel like you had enough alcohol in it. And it was just like, we would have to sit there and talk and everything. And sooner or later we ended up, uh, you know, I ended up getting him to quit from just the bar scene because that was just not, it was toxic for him, especially yeah. like, look, He's a Marine. He loves to drink. He can out drink just about any person that is not in a, uh, a Marine themselves. Yeah. And, uh, he, you know, we had to keep him out of the bar, but he's doing great now. He's doing amazing. He seeks help. He's been helped, but he was helped by other, you know, military veterans. It didn't even matter which branch it was in. He yeah. had people that were army that were even national guard. If you want to put it, they, literally would help him out. They know what he's going through in a very different way. And uh, if it wasn't for them, you know, my friend probably wouldn't be here today. Like he, I'll never forget him crying and telling me what he saw and the things he was that when he was over there and it just, he, it was rough listening to it. But I sat there for six hours after work and we get off at two o'clock in the morning. So think of that six hours we sat together and he just vented and cried and everything. And it's just amazing to see something like, you know, OG pumpkin, um, what he's doing to help his community, the people around him, the military branches out there on the West coast, and it can grow bigger, but it all depends on how everyone teams up with to help him do this for his, for his people, for his, you know, community. And he's doing it the smartest way is he's starting small. He's not trying to change the world. He's trying to change the ones around him by simply doing UFC events. Can you imagine that? Oh, My boy is hosting UFC events at his house. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Just for people to come shoot this That's shit, awesome. to watch. Yes, violence. to watch you hopefully soon dominate. Yeah. 
somebody in the octagon, right? Nah, absolutely. I love it. I think it's great. And uh, I think on that note, I think that's a good, a good stop to end at. I want everyone to kind of sit there and know that, you know, if you know someone in the military, if you know someone that's suffering, you know, or that needs help, reach out and talk to them. If not, we have people we'll plug in to help this out. We're definitely going to get OG pumpkin on here to talk a little bit more. And uh, we just want to keep going from there. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much for today. We had fun and uh, enjoy the rest of your week. 